This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every live show here on Twitch. Wednesday, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, or you can catch us on the iTunes, Ooh. the podcasting things, <laughs> like, you know, all of them, which I can't even remember at this point in time. Nice. Those are the ones besides iTunes. Are they? Yeah, there's like Spotify. We're on that. Yeah, there's all other sorts ones. of them. Yeah. Or you can, of course, watch us on YouTube. And if you do, make sure to subscribe, like the channel, all that, all that stuff. You know what to do. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you live in Twitch chat, how y'all doing? And for those of you listening, if you're like, who are they talking to? We're talking to people who are live on the Twitch chat, firing some questions at us and joining the show, making it more interesting and then correcting us when we get things wrong. That's the real value of it. Uh, the comments on your mustache are amazing. My mustache is, le- this is uh, a legit, these are so good. this is a legit cop stash. I wouldn't call it legit, but it is a cop stash. Yes. I love the stash, dude. I'm like super, super into it. <laughs> the comments are great. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to frame all the comments. <laughs> Put them on your desk. Before we dive into the show, uh, kind of on a personal note, very excited. There's a new member of the Aresius household. We just adopted a kitten named Panda, who is the cutest thing in the world. And in the super, entire world. Yeah, I am super excited because we've been waiting to take her home since for like weeks now. Um, and uh, really, really excited to have a new member of the house of the Recio household. Yeah. Yeah, she is really, really cute. She is. Yeah. She's in the office right now, and the whole staff is being distracted. Uh, because she's really cute. And she's yeah. like climbing on all the boxes and everything. She's like, this is what I do. Yeah, so really excited for that. Going to be the most spoiled cat ever. Already bought Guaranteed. way more stuff than the cat will ever need. So excited <laughs> for that. She'll appreciate all of that. Yeah. All right. So in gaming news, and thank you to everybody in chat. Appreciate it. Yep. Very excited to be a cat dad. Would get a dog, but... I want to get a dog too, but it's like we, I'm living in an apartment right now and I, I just don't want to have a dog in a little apartment. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to get a house in the next year or two. Been Ooh. saving my pennies. One day. Been maybe. saving up for, for a while now. One so. day. Um, all right. Let's talk about actually gaming related stuff. Um, new FLG mat. This one is called what, Frankie? Uh, Autumn Field, my friend. Another right on the nose name. What does it look like? It looks like a field in autumn. <laughs> Nailed it. I, it's good. I really like this mat. Um, not that we have them anymore. We will probably have to get some more. But with the FLG autumn tree sets or Games Workshop tree sets that are painted in autumn colors would yeah. look amazing on this mat. Throw some hills on it. And now because of the new uh, ninth edition keywords, you could actually make a, you could make a mat. Or I'm sorry, you could make a table that had all natural stuff and even like trees and such. And you can make them block line of sight. So that's really cool. And that's one of the reasons why I think the new terrain rules are so good. Yeah. Uh, because they can, they give you freedom to make stuff that before it would have been more challenging to actually make functional in, in an eighth ed um, table. 
Yeah, I mean, it just allows you to use any kind of terrain that you already have, anything that you look or that you think looks cool, um, rather than being functional, which is yeah. great. You're not pigeonholed into just using two L's and yeah, you know, whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course, no, no, a lot no. of our a lot of our friends they run. That's exactly how they run their tournaments. We're not knocking them. No, uh, but if you want to be more creative in the way you make your terrain, you can, yep. and that's a positive. Oh, I agree. So this mat is available at 25 percentiles Ooh, All the off. percentages. Uh, and that's going to be through the release period. So if you want to get it, you can get it at a nice discount. And, of course, we are running our flash sale for Grasslands 2. And if you want to pick up that one of our most popular mats, that one is also available at a nice discount. Maybe get both, and then you'll get free shipping. What? Cool. Free shipping. So let's talk about the Indomitus release. <laughs> um I feel like I, I laughed, I cried. It was an emotional tour de force. It was uh, definitely a roller coaster. It's got up, downs, twirly bits. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, was, BA, uh, BA, start. Interesting, I think would be the correct word. Challenging. That, be, that too, yeah. For, challenging would be for the For a retailer, definitely. Yeah. So let's talk about it, and jokes aside, um, it was kind of a debacle, but I just want to start out by saying Games Workshop, not that you even listen to our podcast, but if you do, thank you very much for doing right by your customers and making more of it when they said that they weren't going to. Yeah, they definitely owned up to uh, some errors on their end, and uh, they're allowing more people to purchase it, which is great because it is definitely the best box set they've ever released. And yeah. the models inside of it are incredible. So I'm really happy that they're allowing everybody to buy one uh, that wants one, so Hats off. Yeah. Indeed. Good job. And a quick meta remark, Mariana, we cannot see chat. Um, we just see a picture of the mat. Ooh. As an FYI. But uh, so, yeah, let's, let's start from the beginning. So what happened, right? Indominus, uh, amazing, like you said, Frankie. It's an amazing value. Uh, tons of stuff. And they really hyped it up to an extent that we've never seen before, which is good, right? Like... They got it. Uh, they're doing a great job of reaching customers. The hobby is growing, right? The, the popularity of it really indicates to all of us just how excited people are about ninth edition, which I think is great. Yeah, 100%. It, the, the hype was what? Two months worth of hype around it. They had the cool video, all of that. Oh, um, dude, the intro video is still so yeah. good. So it was like a huge hype around this box. And again, like we were saying before, it's, it's like the best box they've ever released. I it's think so. Definitely the best uh, bang for your buck. Like the new models are sick. Um, it comes with more models than I think any other starter box has. It just looks amazing. Yeah, so. it's really, really good. And obviously the demand was there. I don't know for sure, but what we were told is that it is sold more in the first hour than the last starter box sold in three years in the entire eighth edition. So that's crazy, right? Like it's kind of hard to plan for something like that. Yeah. Um, obviously whoever did the, the projection, like the production projection underestimated it significantly. That's obvious. Um, and that was kind of the source of the frustration because when they realized that, uh, they weren't going to have as many as, uh, the to meet demand. demand. Yeah. So that, that we'll start there, I guess. So basically they hit us up and they said, you can basically get as many as you want. We put in, we knew that we, we felt that this was going to be mega popular. So we put in a huge order and we were like, Hey, even if we don't sell them all during the 
release period, we'll sell them over time. And because uh, they told us, like, we're never going to get any more of these. So we were like, all right, let's 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 be bold and just order a ton. Um, they came back to us. They gave us a lower number, still a big number. And they're like, oh, we can get you this many. And I think this is what happened with a lot. I of think most of the retailers yeah. this happened to you. And again, we're not trying to throw anybody under the bus or anything. We're just explaining to all of you what happened as we understand it so that hopefully it makes more sense yeah. uh, to all of you. So then they gave us a number that was quite a bit lower, but still really big. And we were like, okay, cool. We're like, they were like, oh, you can get this many. And so then we started making plans just like a lot of people did about what are we going to do with all these box sets. So we're like, okay, we're going to use some for promotions. We're going to use some for the paint studio. We're going to, you know, do all this cool stuff. Um, and then two days before the boxes were going to go up for sale, they called us and they were like, oh, you can only get 45. And that's what they said to tons of stores who, just like us, had already been assuming they could sell more than that because they had been told they could. Obviously, there was some sort of miscommunication. I don't know what happened. I'm not blaming anybody. Clearly, someone just made a mistake. But it caused like a panic on that period of time, two days before they were supposed to go up for sale. So then everyone was freaking out. Uh, a bunch of game stores, you know, they, they had like a petition. Um, yeah, it, it was it was kind of crazy. Yeah, and again, it's been one of those years where it messes up a lot of plans. Uh, manufacturing was slowed down, especially for Games Workshop. Like they had to shut down their whole facilities. Yeah, um, that happened all over the world. So um, yeah, they just weren't really prepared for the demand that was around this. And I don't know anybody would have been really and truly. I'm not saying uh, I would have done a better so job. It's, but you know, it's, it's great. They, they're making more. That's awesome because the whole time they were hyping it up, they were saying this is a one time only and never make it again. But now with how many people wanted it, they're like, okay, you know what? We'll make one for everybody. So now everybody can buy one, yeah. which is amazing. Well, so, and then to, and I agree with you hundred percent, buddy. And you make a yeah. good point. Like, and again, I'm not saying that either one of us could have done a better job. In fact, we probably could have done a worse job, I'm sure. Yeah. So th there's no point in blaming anybody. It's just like we're just trying to like explain to people what happened. Yeah, we just want you guys to know. It's not like we have 400 that we were just sitting on and all this stuff. But yeah. um, unfortunately, GW wasn't able to meet the demand that everybody wanted. And it showed all over the internet and in game stores too. So Yeah, um, so we, we went from thinking we we're getting a, a lot to getting not for, for the volume that we do, not a lot. I know yeah. some stores didn't get any, which is really tragic. Jeez. So then we kind of freaked out a little bit and because the, they were like, this is all you're going to get and you're never going to get any more. And we were like already kind of committed to doing some things with them. And we were like, crap. All right, well, let's just sell them at full MSRP. This is the only time we're going to get them. Let's just get it out of the way. So then that happens. And then everybody, and then they sell out in an hour and a ton of people can't get them. And then our stupid web cart, oversold what we had by like triple yeah we've never had the demand like that before <laughs> never seen, well, we've never really had a limited like release well before, there has so. been but it and we've oversold in the past but by like yeah. by one or two units yeah right because and the why this happens so that people are like how like i don't want you all to think that we're just idiots and we don't know what we're doing <laughs> yeah so what we did is we put we, we put a big on. chunk of our uh, the amount of boxes that we had we didn't put them in the web cart because we were worried it would oversell. And what, what happens is when too many people are putting the item in their web cart and then trying to pay for it at the same time, the web cart doesn't update inventory because it's happening too fast. So we free, we had this freak out moment where we thought we were being safe and we put some in reserve and we're like, oh, if we oversell by a couple, 
no big deal. We'll be able to handle it. So then it sold out in like 10 minutes and then we turned it off and then the number kept going up on how many we sold. And we were like, what is going on? It automatically turned off. But since there were so many uh, people doing it at the same time, it kind of lagged the system. Um, And from our experience, almost every web cart we've worked with has done this before. Um, This was just at a scale that we weren't. We've never seen seen this. Even the high roller packages for the LVO, which always oversell a little bit. Yeah. No matter what we do, but it's usually now we're good enough at it that it's manageable. Yeah. Um, and if anybody out there is uh, like a e-com expert that has a solution for this and you want to share it, please Reach let out. us That'd know. Because be <laughs> yeah. this time it triple sold what we had in 10 minutes, which is insane. Yeah. Never seen this before. So then it was this big customer service thing. And thank you for everybody for being patient because we were like, oh, we don't know what happened. This is super annoying. So then you have to tell people like you thought you bought one, but you actually didn't. So we were giving people like, well, if you want a refund, we'll give you extra store credit, even though it's not really our fault. We're sorry. So we're trying to work with everybody and it's just, it's been really annoying. And then on Monday, uh, GW's like, psych, we're going to make as many as anybody needs, but they're not going to get here until December. Yeah. So we're like, (laughs) this has been one roller coaster of a ride, but ultimately thank you games workshop for doing that. So now everybody, that missed out, you can still get one. And we are selling it at a discount because it's not limited, just like we normally do. And it comes in six months. But it comes in December. (laughs) The downside is we all have to, everybody that is pre-selling them and stuff, you have to put in your order by the end of July. And it's non-refundable because you're placing that order. Um, So that's why we are doing no refunds on the box. Um, You can do refunds up until July or the end of July. But after that, uh, no refunds yeah. um, due to that we have to place the order with Games Workshop so that they know their demand so they can make that money. So. Yeah, we're not trying to be like dicks about it, but we no. don't want to get left holding the bag with a million boxes. So, yeah. um, so whew, that was a long story. Ooh, yeah. It was really com- kind of confusing. We yeah. It was chaos from two days before until like yesterday. Yeah. It's just been sheer chaos. And we've been working like we didn't take a single day off. Because we're just frantically trying to communicate with everybody. We're like, we're sorry. Yeah. None of this was really our fault, but we're doing everything we can to take care of you and make it right. But yeah, it's it's kind of the story of like all manufacturers this year. There's been long waits on almost everything that they've been doing. Um, GW as well. Like, I mean, we had orders that we were waiting on for like three, four months. Yeah. Um, so this isn't probably that big of a surprise for people that they'll be waiting a long time. Um, it's just... Unfortunately, it's the the year. Yeah. <laughs> it is the year for it all to happen. So, yeah. um, just bear with everybody. It's all we're all working together. But um, just like last time when we were waiting on GW, it's like a Christmas gift. You'll get yeah. it. You'll get it eventually. Yeah. You'll probably forget about it, and then all of a sudden it'll show up in the mail. So. It's like my berserk. It's like my ludicrous berserk bookcase sword holder. That's the nerdiest thing I've ever bought in my life. Yeah, I'm getting it in October. Oh, it reminded me of this. I was like, oh, yeah, I ordered that thing like three months ago. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it eventually. Mariana just gave me the worst look ever. I'm yeah. like, yes, it's awesome. <laughs> It'll be here. Uh, Night, Night Fisher Games, thank you for the cheers. Uh, so what marine models are exclusive in the box? I, we don't know yet. Actually. I have no idea. I, don't, I think the HQs, but I'm not sure. Yeah, the um, models are amazing. The whole thing has been really chaotic. Yeah. And again, we're not blaming anybody. No. I'm, it's, I, it's, I think the, the, the ultimately... GW did right by their customers. They did right by the local game stores to help them out. And it's really, I think the upside, the takeaway is that holy cow, ninth edition is going to be huge. Like this, 
what we've been told, and I, I don't know if this is true or not, but it was like 60% more sales of this in an hour than the last starter box did in three years. Yeah. That's insane. So my, I don't know, but I would speculate that this is the best selling GW product of all time, which is awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's great for the hobby and it shows that everybody's super interested, which is awesome. So, so anyway, I think we've talked about that enough. Yeah. Yeah. We've ho hopefully everyone understands what we went through, what everyone else is going through and that now everyone's going to get taken care of. Uh, hopefully everyone feels happy and no one feels like they got left out or, or whatever. But yeah. man, that was a roller coaster of the last five days have been pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. uh, so moving on, uh, another kind of new piece of news that was met with mixed res result, mixed responses. <laughs> um, GW announced the highly anticipated 40K app last week. God, was it last week or earlier in the I week? I think it was like two weeks ago. I can't, dude, it's all a blur to me now. Maybe it was last week. I think it was last week. And uh, I think... I think they could have done a better job of because it was meant, it got kind of a flat response from the community. It was like a little positive, a little bit meh, and a little bit of like really upset. So I wanted to talk about it because uh, no disrespect to whoever wrote that article. I think it I think it came across a little flat. I think it didn't explain some of the value. Uh, and again, I'm not saying I could have done a better job. I'm not trying to be negative, but hopefully we can explain it in a way that makes people excited because it is. It's really exciting. Um, and I was trying to explain that on our blog, but then it, it, it's communication is difficult at the best of times. So the 40K app <clears throat> coming out, the free version has the core rules and it gives you access to codexes and supplements that you have, right? That's really cool by itself. Yeah. So the free version of the app gives you all your rules, well, all the rules that you, you have yep. right there for free. It's searchable. It's a super professional app from what I've been told. So that by itself is pretty cool. The thing that people got disappointed with is that the list builder will be on the subscription version of it. Um, and the list, ver the list builder is not ready yet. That I think is a valid critique. For sure. Right? But, and again, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine that COVID is the reason that the um, list builder is not ready on time because they shut down the whole company. Yeah, that would make sense. But again, it's it's one of those things like I almost wouldn't even announce it until like the main thing was ready. Like, yeah. It's because uh, that's the thing that everybody's going to be super excited about, right, is building their armies, saving their armies, all that stuff. Having the rules available is really cool. Um, but their uh, their ebooks already did that. Yeah. You, you had all the um, information. So but this will be easier. I like that. The third one is reference all your rules again fast. I don't know what that means. That one's kind of questionable, but um, I, that, that was kind of my critique is that like the article didn't <laughs> yeah. do, I, and I, I don't want to sound like a jerk yeah. because someone tried hard on this and I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to take a, I don't want to undermine their effort, but yeah. I think that if it would have been presented a little bit differently, people would have been more excited. Well, like a, um, a video showing it off. Yeah, like, something. Um, the, you could have done a lot more. It's just, it's one of those things like it, they're so excited about releasing it that they're showing it out there and all that without like a ton more information. It was kind of like the announcements for ninth, how it was just kind of like frustrating. Cause it was like, here's a little tiny piece. Here's this thing that's out of context. And you're like, ah, um, so I understand, but it's one of those things that they're so excited about getting the information out to you guys that they want to do it, uh, as soon as they can. So they're showing it off and it is something to be super excited about having a professional app to army build, um, 
and then get all your rules in the same place is amazing. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. And like for the people that were saying like it's three ninety nine pounds sterling a month for the sub, which is like five, <laughs> I think it's like five bucks a month. Some people were really mad about people that. were like, it's really expensive. And yeah. I was like, now there's a difference. Expensive. There's yeah. a difference between saying something is expensive yeah. and saying that you don't think something is worth the money. The one objectively, if you can afford to play 40K, I don't think five five bucks a month is expensive objectively. But if you don't think it's worth the money, that's a subjective statement and I that's fine. That's yeah. And if you don't think it's worth the money, don't buy don't it. Buy it. Nah. No one's forcing you to. You can continue to make your list with a spreadsheet or what, do whatever the heck you want to do. Yeah. To, I think saying it's expensive is pretty silly personally because – a single intercessor is more than $5 for crying out loud. Yeah. The gas to drive to the game store to play the game is often more than $5 for yeah. any of us. It's just, it's, it, it's a funny concept because like 399 pounds is like going and buying an energy drink or like a coffee in the morning. Yeah, like, right? And I, I mean, I personally buy a lot of coffee. So it's like. <laughs> I pay more. Yeah, I, I spend, I spend yeah. like more on that and Starbucks between my girlfriend and I in one day. Yeah, exactly. So, so but, but again, if you don't think it's worth if – the, if you don't think the value is there, that's, sure, that's yeah. fair. That's a fair critique. Yeah. But saying it's expensive and in a hobby that's Already 40K, I'm, yeah. I was like laughing my – I was like, really? How can you say that? That <laughs> yeah. just seems Kill so team crazy. Stream, yeah, that's a good point. Look, look at how fast a $199 box set sold out. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, an entire year's worth of the app for you. Oh, yeah. Well, More. Several three, years. Three years, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> but the thing, the part where I feel like a lot of people are totally missing the value of it, um, at least during this limited period, you get all of the 8th edition codexes. You get, if you subscribe, you get every single codex from 8th edition in a searchable format on the app for $5. The fact that they didn't emphasize that, I think, is where they missed. Well, it's in red. It is, but I like nobody was talking about it online. Yeah, you know, like not a single person. I think people might have just it. missed it or, or breezed over it. Um, I don't know, but like it, it is something to be super excited about. Even just getting your rules, like you're saying, is amazing. Like that's having worth, it right there. That's like a thousand dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> and the thing I think that maybe that people forgot is that all of those are still valid in ninth edition. Yeah, all those codexes poured over. Until they get updated. Until they get updated or whatever. So you're getting a massive, massive value for five freaking dollars. Because <laughs> a lot of the codex, like, I mean, I would imagine that the ninth edition codex release schedule is similar to eighth. And when did we get the last eighth ed codex? Like, oh, I'm not sure. In chat, do you do y'all remember? Was it like, did it take like two years? I think it, I feel like I it did. I think it took about two years to get all of them, but. So it, three, it, it, obviously it's a, it's a, um, they, they've start falling off in value as you go, Yeah. but there's a huge value there for that. Right. Cause most people don't buy all the books I did. I did because I'm a crazy man and I like to read them all, Yeah. but most people bought their book and then they didn't buy any of the other books. Right. Or they yeah. bought the books they had to get. Yeah, um, and I, I'm seeing some comments like people are saying that I already buy all the books, so like well, paying you, another five dollars doesn't make a lot of sense. But like, okay, so let's see the third one: reference all your rules fast. What I, what that means to me is like, say you build your army list, and again, I'm speculating; it might not be this, but if you build your army list you, and you click on a unit, it probably pops up the rules for you right there. In which case, that's way faster than even having the ebook where you have to search for it. Yeah, you just click on your unit on your army list, and it's right there. 
Um, so that would be way faster. And I, I would actually prefer that rather than looking through an ebook or even a hard copy looking for your unit's rules. Um, just click on it. Yeah. Which, again, it's speculation, but I'm pretty sure that's what that means. That word fast is the thing that's telling me that that's what it does. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I would also speculate that this is just the beginning. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause like, obviously we're not in, we're not involved in the app project really that much. Uh, what at all, at all really yeah. i mean we we know about it and that's about the limit of it but what i do know is that they have a dedicated in-house team that is working on this that literally there's multiple people that their job is to do app stuff so i would imagine that this is just the beginning and that we're it's going to get more and more awesome as we go i could be wrong yeah but that would we be could 100% be wrong it could be yeah. horrible I don't know. so yeah, <laughs> anyway like yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I got so defensive about this online when it has nothing to do with us. But I, I was just like, I don't know. I just got it struck an emotional chord with me. Yeah, and honestly, if I was UW for the first month, I'd do free so that everybody could just use try it, it try it out, yeah. and see if they like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what they're going to do. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to do something like that. But that's what I would do to bring in all the customers. See if you actually like it, and then if it's something that's worth the money to you, yeah. then you can purchase it. And if you don't um, think the value's there, oh well. Yeah. No one's forcing you. Can still get no exactly. You can still get free stuff on the app, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Just not having to carry all of your books right? saves a lot. Just yeah. the free version, going to a tournament, not having to carry all your books—that's awesome, and it's yeah. free. Yeah, so. and that's uh, all the guys that had like the iPads with all the eBooks. I was like, man, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you just click on your army and look it up. But this is all in one app, I believe. So. Yeah. And then the list builder, like... Who knows what's going to happen with that. Like, if you were saying, like, if you can actually look up your unit stats and all that stuff on amazing. the list builder, that'd be sick. That'd be super cool. Yeah. I'd, pay, I'd pay more than $5 a month for that. Yeah. So, at any rate, <laughs> we're, you know, everybody's free to feel about it however they want. Yeah. Hopefully, we clarify things a little bit. I mean, again, none of us really know what it is, right? And, I mean, it, it looks... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, right? We'll see what the future holds. But, again, if you don't... You don't want to spend the five dollars. Don't spend the five dollars. Yeah, that's all it is. No big deal. Yeah. And in chat, thanks for everybody for all the uh, feedback and the commentary. There's some really good remarks in there. If anybody wants to jump in and check them out, um, I think all of you are making good, good points about all the various ups and downs of this. Like um, some people like to use uh, different software, or the AOS one is free, and that, those are all fair critiques. For sure. Yeah. Those are all fair critiques. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And I, I mean, if I was to speculate out, there's probably going to be more things that they add to the app, right? Like it's not just going to stay to those five things. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine they're going if to they keep put the work it. into it, yeah. of course, but who knows? Maybe not. Maybe we'll it'll see. just be that. So in other news related to ninth edition 40 K, the FAQs were released on, I believe Monday. Yeah. And they've just been releasing things left and right. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. It's uh, a lot. There's no way we can cover it all. There's no way we can cover it all in this because it's an FAQ for everything. Yeah. And uh, it's getting everybody ready, prepared for what to expect for how their armies work in ninth edition. There's a lot of changes. It's going to take time yep. to get used to it. Another good way to have the, another good reason of the app. You have access to the FAQs. <laughs> you just right love there. this app thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know the FAQs uh, changed all your armies. And again, like we've been saying, um, for the last couple of weeks is it's, it's a completely different game. So just be prepared to be playing your army differently, different units on the table. Um, your list is going to change a hundred percent. So, yeah. So you just, obviously we don't have time to dig into all the FAQs, but uh, the link is in the show notes or you can go to the Warhammer community page 
and check it out. Yeah. And there's tons and tons of stuff. It's a lot of information. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> like you, ninth edition is such a change from eighth edition. It was inevitable. So um, it's going to take some time to upload it all. And uh, hopefully the app helps with that because that'd be a good selling point. <laughs> it updates all your codecs. Um, and then we'll hang we'll hang on this point for a little bit. If anybody has any specific questions, well, we'll, we'll try. We'll try to answer them. <laughs> we'll give it the old college try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, in chat, looks like there's not a lot of specific questions. Excellent. About Moving on. Yes. All right. Next. <laughs> so I will I will address the one I saw all over the internet is that can a single model smite more than once? Um, well, you have to wait for an official answer, but I would say the obvious answer is no, that's silly. Um, but it, it is a little ambiguous in the way it's worded. But the Reese and Frankie short answer unofficially would be no, that's silly. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. All right. In the chat, we got hit with a bunch of questions because of the delay. Will there be a set of ITC missions where we're going to be strictly going with the GWGT books? It says Killzor 9000, which is a great name. Um, I would. That's the next point in the notes. <laughs> so very apropos. Uh, we are officially using, and I, we, we couldn't say anything until now because they hadn't mentioned it. I don't know, know why, uh, but we, we're not using the missions in the BRB. We're using the missions in the Grand Tournament 2020 Mission Pack. Boom. We, it was kind of confusing because we couldn't mention it because it hadn't been mentioned yet. Yeah. So here we go. It caused a little confusion. People thought we were playing um, BRB missions. And we we kind of like said that because when you can't say the other thing, it's hard to describe it yeah um but that book is up for sale you can go and grab it from us or from whoever you, you buy your 40k stuff from and the grand tournament 2020 mission pack is exactly what it says it is yep um so we're going to be using those however as always in the itc if you would like to use a different mission set you are free to do so we just officially encourage you to use the actual missions well, for our for our tournaments that we run we will be using those missions um yeah. but for anybody else in the ITC that runs an event, you can use whatever missions you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just like always, and there's a lot of benefits to using the official missions, right? It makes it there's no barrier to entry. Yep. Anyone that plays the game in their garage that decides they want to come to an event, whether it be a crusade event, whether it be a GT or whatever, a league, whatever, man. If we're all playing out of the book, it makes it so much easier to do. Yep. So much easier. And I think uh, some of the critiques people had about the BRB missions, hopefully when they look at the Grand Tournament 2020 mission pack. Um, They're adjusted. It'll be alleviated. Yeah. And the other point that um, Mike and I, uh, Mike Brandt, were chatting about um, is that you really need to play them a couple times before you pass judgment because they're very different. It's like any mission or anything, yeah. really. Try it out a couple times and then make your decision on it. Give it, you, not, you need to play ninth edition a bunch of times before you pass judgment. It's just a different game. Yeah. So the, one of the things that I'm really liking is I'm seeing a lot of enthusiasm from our friends here in Vegas that have been playing the missions. One of our new employees, yep. Kevin, uh, said he really, really enjoyed playing his first game of ninth. Yeah. So that's, that's exciting. Great. JTW Geek in the chat says, if they were able to integrate FAQs into the digital stuff, that would be amazing. Yeah, it would. And I think that's an obvious no-brainer. Maybe not uh, immediately, but down the road, yeah. I think that... That makes sense, right? Uh, Nightfisher Games. King do, Fisher. do any of the uh, oh Kingfisher in the chat asks? Do any of the space rings in the box have flamer options? I don't. No know. clue. I don't. No think idea. So. I don't believe so though. Yeah. Usually the box sets don't come with like a whole lot of op options, but yeah. uh, instant axe toast in the chat <laughs> says: Are the secondaries different in the GT packs? Yeah, the missions are different. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
and that was the next question by Killzor as well. Yeah, they are. It's the same structure, but they're they're different. Yeah. Right. I, I think they're obviously better suited for tournaments because that was what they yeah, were designed for. It's called the Grand for. Tournament 2020 Mission Pack. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, will we still be allowing Forge World units for the ITC season? Yep. Yep. And that was from Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a pretty a good name. name. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, the uh, GW's already said that they're. The, the 40K rules team is updating um, the indexes for Forge World. I don't know when that's going to happen, but it will be happening. So whatever is legal now is legal, right? Yeah. So I, if you're asking about Forge World units that have been, um, like, there's a hilarious video flo floating around the net with the Chaplain Dreadnought is no longer in the game. Yeah. And they did, like, an homage to him. That was funny. <laughs> so units that aren't in uh, the chapter proof book, obviously, are no they're legend units. They're no longer uh, yeah. viable or usable or whatever. Unless at your event you want to. Yeah. Like if you're running an event and you're like, legend units welcome. I don't know how that would work in ninth edition. But you no could, I'm sure you can figure yeah. out a way. Uh, Bug Mana says, did we test the GWF? Uh, we did not. That's no. what we were saying earlier. We, yeah. we actually don't know much of anything about it. So we, I mean, we were yeah. told about it, obviously, yeah. but like that we're not in like, we're, it's a rule in play testers. We have a very, we have a very narrow lane and we stay yeah. in our lane. Exactly. And that's just working on rules and points, and that's it. Yep. Uh, are you allowed to give any hint about how different from the book missions the G GT missions are, JD Esquire? Um, you know what? What we'll do, uh, Mike wanted to be Mike wanted to do a show where we talked about them. Yeah. So why don't we do a rain check on that, and then in an upcoming show, uh, we'll interview Mike and we'll we'll do a deep a deep dive into him because. Um, he and we and obviously the devs were really involved in that process. Yeah. Um, I think that's a whole show unto itself. Yep. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Phil Kelly, rub my belly. The new boards I see think I'm really starting to enjoy. Nice. Yeah. It's funny yeah. that you say that um, because a lot of the people that we have talked to that have actually played ninth edition now that the rules are out, um, they're really the, the feedback on the smaller board size is really positive yeah. because it forces action. And now that the game is only five turns, you you really got to get on those objectives right away. And the missions are hyper focused on uh, winning, getting points by winning the mission. You yeah. get points from killing stuff, but you you they're like ITC missions. You have to get board control. Yeah, you have to. So it forces you to get out there, move around the table. There's lots of action. Things are dying really quickly. Um, in our experience, by the end of the game, you don't have a whole lot left. So it, the game is really quick, lots of action. I'm glad to see people being positive about that because the initial reaction to the board size change wasn't always amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things like back in fifth, I actually really enjoyed playing on a four by four. Yeah. So thousand point tournament. We've said this yeah. many times. Yeah, right? you play lower points, you play on the smaller tables. It was the game was usually a lot faster and just like more fun, but, yeah. um, but yeah, that's, that's cool to hear that you're really enjoying the smaller table size. That's, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and in the chat, they're talking about combat patrol. I, I realized, well, first of all, let me explain what that is. Some people might not know. So combat patrol is played on two kill team boards, which Frankie it's 44 by 30. It's 44 by 30. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's it. So it's a half of a new standard size board. We're going to be making those mats. They'll be available next month. Um, I, I think there's a good chance combat patrol to become super popular for events because you could play a whole event a day. Yeah. You take up a very little space. You don't have to have a big army and the games are super quick. 
Yep. So we have a combat patrol event at the LVO. I'm really curious to see how big it is. I could see combat patrol becoming really popular, especially for a one day event format, like a Sunday event. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it'd be great. Uh, JTW Geek in the chat says, it sounds like GW did a smart move and took a lot of influence from the ITC missions, which is good. There's a reason why the ITC has been so successful. You guys have done great work. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you. Yeah. That was really nice for you to say. And uh, yeah, the, the GW missions, like we've been saying, it's like, it's like it's a combination a, of like all of the missions ever created from yeah. everybody. <laughs> there, there's a really heavy good. influence from ITC and Nova. It's obvious, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like if you took those and you sprinkled in GW flavor, took, took a look at like Adepticon and ETC and all this stuff, and then had a baby, that's what the new missions are. There's something new. Boom. And I, the idea was to make them really good for tournaments and also flavorful and fun for the casual competitive player as well. Yep. All right. Uh, Killraiser, that's a good question. We have to wait and see on that. But um, I think for the most part, chess clocks are a part of the zeitgeist of competitive play, but I think it's always going to be a tournament rule. I shouldn't say always. I think for the... It's, it's going to be something that's going to be a tournament additional rule, I think, at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to keep using them because I, I still feel like you need them. Um, but, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next topic, which is exciting, near and dear. We are big fans of RPGs. So, Frontline Gaming now carries a wide selection of Dungeons & Dragons products what? in our web cart. Fifth Ed, of course. So if you wanted to pick up some of those while you're grabbing an Indominus box that you're going to get in December. <laughs> pick or this maybe, up. You can get it a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> or like a new, if you're going to pick up a new mat yeah. and you want to get the player's handbook or one of the, uh, some of the um, character card packs, which are super useful, you can do those at a discount from your friends at FLG. Ooh, ooh, baby. I love D&D. So much fun. It is. Yeah. It's a really fun game. It is. It's our, my favorite games are obviously miniatures games, but like a close second are RPGs. I, I love them. Yeah, if you have a great group and you actually are able to get together like once a week, twice a week, like yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So. All right. ITC news. We're still kind of keeping this on the back burner. Um, We're as, getting ready. Getting ready to launch it. As the COVID roller coaster is all over the place. Getting a lot of people are, are actually playing in events. Yeah, there have been uh, quite a few events that have happened. So. Yeah. And again, if you're in a state and then, or a country – where it's okay to have an event, just reach out to your regional rep or the whoever's the closest one to you. They'll hook you up with a token, but we just got to make sure that you're doing it safely and you're following the rules. And if you are, cool. And then for those of us in places where we've actually gone backwards, sorry. Close it. <laughs> <laughs> no tournaments for us yet, but um, hopefully soon. And uh, of course, if you like the ITC, you like what it's about, you want to support it financially, you can do so for as little as $1 a month via our Patreon. We super appreciate it. All the money goes right back into the ITC to keep it alive. Definitely. All right, let's take a look at a couple of recently completed commissions from the FLG Paint Studio. Yeah. Gaz Ghoul. Gaz and Makari. Guy looks so sick. Yeah, I love him. I love that new model. Yeah. It's so good. I haven't gotten one from my arcs yet, but. So amazing. But I will. Yeah. I will. One day. <laughs> one day, maybe. But if you want to get your army painted, we're always taking commissions at the FLGPaintStudio.com. You can head on over. Check out the pricing. Check out some examples of what we've done. Uh, reach out to Adrienne. She's the new chief commander of the paint studio. Oh. And of course, if you're looking to make some extra money, I know a lot of people are out of work right now. If you're a, a painter that's, that's good and fast, 
emphasis on the fast. <laughs> uh, you can reach out to us, submit. Um, we're, we're always looking for new painters. Yep. And I know a lot of people are going to be looking for ways to make money. So for sure. um, reach on out and yeah. we'll see if uh, you're a good fit. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed episode 693. Oh. Signals from the front line. Make sure to check out the other podcasts on the FLGN, the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. Uh, the last episode of Chapter Tactics was really, uh, really interesting, generated a lot of discussion. Of course, you always got the fine gentleman from the Art of War. One day we'll get Stat Center back. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. Kill Team Stream said Mariana did a great job on the cat picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. And check out that new FLG mat, Autumn Field. And if you do want to get a copy of Indominus, you can do so at a discount from yep. us, and you have until July 29th. Uh, 27th. 20, excuse me. You have until July 27th to put in your order. But just remember, they won't be here until December. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Happy gaming. We'll talk to you next week.